Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us. Today, Philip talks about how am I ever going to save enough money to pay for a wedding? Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple, brought to you by WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us, the premier newsletter for helping you make wealth building simple. WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us, check it out. Got a little bit of free stuff, but lots of good stuff for the paid subscribers, 200 bucks a year uh, or $25 a month. Check out all the perks. Um, this the, the readers and subscribers uh, have given it some great feedback. Uh, if you have subscribed, please share it with me because I want to share it uh, more, uh, uh, more the the the, the thoughts uh, on the podcast from my subscribers, uh, which are which are growing. Um, so today we're getting into how am I ever going to save enough money to pay for a wedding? Uh, sweet Jesus, um, the cost of weddings are like getting outrageous um yeah I don't, I don't know what to say about that it's just it's it is it is it's past the point where it's bigger than a down payment of a home um it's it's wholly expensive and so i think the way that you pay for a wedding and it's not going to be a shocker is it's a, this is a highly emotional purchase or expense. And so before you enter into a highly emotional expense, you want to make sure you have a you, your emotional state is right because one of the biggest components in the high cost of wedding and I feel like I can be non-general on this one because I think it's uh, I, 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 I'll keep it general. But typically, there's uh, one or both parties involved in the wedding process that are way too focused on how everybody else perceives their ceremony, right? Meaning they've gone to other ceremonies and they've pulled up in a Rolls Royce, a Bentley, or they've had this big thing and... And they want everybody, and, and and it comes from a good place. Like they appreciate it. Their that wedding made them feel good, and they want their wedding to make them feel just as good as the other person's wedding made them feel. Right. So it's actually not a. I think a lot of people may look down on um, people. You know, they might just say it as they're just trying to impress other people, and maybe that's part of it. But I think the bigger part is. What they're subconsciously trying to recreate is the feeling. They're like, man, this wedding feels the way that I want my marriage to feel, right? It feel it felt great. The bride felt loved. The 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 the, the groom, right, felt, you know, whatever groom wants to feel, <laughs> whatever we want to feel during, you know, during the wedding. But uh, um, 
they want to recreate the feeling. And so my deal is, cool, here's the thing, though. Everything that we do, whether it's gain wealth, whether it's provide, you know, get married, whether it's have kids, whether it's build a business, it's for the feeling, right? Everything that we do, we're looking for a feeling. And so if you just learn to just own the feeling first, it lets you think clear so that you can go the path that's right for you, given where you are right now. Meaning, if you say, I want my wedding to feel beautiful, for me to feel loved and appreciated, for me to feel, uh, you know, worshipped, right, and appreciated, best thing for you to do is first, before you plan at the wedding, like, feel those feelings, like, feel it about yourself first and project it out. Don't need it to come from external because then you become a slave and slavery leads to debt, which is why you have some people in debt over the wedding. And so, so first say, Hey, listen, I am, I am beautiful. I can, I can feel good. I can feel beautiful. I can worship myself and feel the power of appreciation and worship myself. I can, I can get everything that I want to get from other people from this big production from myself at any moment in time. I don't need it from them, right? And then from that emotional set point, then you can look at the resources that you have uh, and in satisfaction, um, like cr- pay for the wedding that you can actually like afford because you because you know you've practiced and maybe you might got to practice this feeling you know, for a while as you're doing it, which is why meditation, visualization, journaling is good. But just once, the more you practice a feeling and the more you realize you can get that feeling whenever you want, um, it makes the planning easy because you don't, you don't have the subconscious creep that comes in of, of you trying to, uh, create the feeling through the experience because you're going to take the feeling into the experience. Does does that make sense? Like you're going to, you own the feeling. So whether you have your wedding in a shack, right. Or a big castle, it doesn't matter because it's going to be fun. Like, where have you have you met? Like, I think the 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 best balanced person, and this is what I feel like. Uh, you know what I love about um, you know uh, my wife, family around me, people that I hang around is like we can equally have fun at a fancy restaurant, right? But then we also like love hole in the walls, and we can be just completely comfortable. And either one of them, because we bring the party, right? We bring the fun, we bring the joy, uh, and and it's n- and what other people think about whatever it is that we're that they perceive us to be doing doesn't really matter. I'm like, hey, we, me and my wife got a thing that we say uh, when whenever we're like uh, worrying about something outside of ourselves, we go get you some business. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like get you some business, meaning like, hey, worry about yourself, right? Don't 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 try to control. Or don't try to worry about what somebody else is doing because that puts you in the in a in a negative mental state, right? If you just flow it out, um, it makes you make clearer decisions. And 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 I everybody who I have met that's been married that uh, look back and they go, man, I you know like the ceremony was good or it was bad, but with hindsight, you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, with hindsight. It wasn't as big of a deal as we thought it was going to be. Like the ceremony had really no impact on the ongoing feeling of our marriage, right? Uh, as a matter of fact, depending on if we got into debt for it, it might have put some unnecessary stress that we had to overcome, 
for years in the marriage, right? Because that pattern of thinking expressed itself in the marriage, then in the house that we bought, you know, then in our monthly expenditures because we were always searching for the feeling in the things versus owning the feeling and then allowing wherever we are in satisfaction to appreciate it and allow it to expand because it's going to expand. Like it's just, it can't help itself because we are humans evolve, right? That's just what we do. Um, and so that that's how you find a way that you can pay for is get the emotional state from. Don't look for the feeling that you want in the thing because it's not going to come in the thing. As a matter of fact, if you, if you, if you, if you try to, I call it, if you try to um, meet your desires outside of, uh, your current belief, right? Because we only express what we believe. So if you try to meet your desires outside of your current belief, that creates unbalance or stress, which which leads to debt um, or overspending. And so, um, or I call it, I call it acting out of obligation, right? You, f- I, I, I have to have three hundred people on my list, right? I feel if I don't invite these hundred people. They're gonna be bad. I mean, who gives a shit? Like, I mean, you know what I mean? They they will be mad for a day or two and then they'll forget about it. Or if they're mad for a decade because they didn't get married to your wedding, then it's like that actually worked out because I didn't I don't like I'm gonna like especially with my personality, I'm gonna piss off a lot of people on accident if they get mad at that, because I like miss a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because I don't give a shit about what people think. Um so Hope this helps. Until tomorrow, enjoy your day. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.